Welcome, everybody. Welcome. It is episode two of the No Flow Show. It's your boy, Papillon, here with the god, Enzo. Cards Enzo. What's going on, Enzo? Oh, nothing much, my man. Just, uh, you know, it's Friday, man. We made it. We made it. You got any breaks you're in tonight you're looking forward to? Um, I am actually in B&E breaks, Bowman Chrome. Oh, you got the Nationals, boxers. Bitch. Yeah, I took your Nationals. I did it so you didn't have to. I appreciate you, man. People helping people. Just make sure you keep that same energy when B&E pulls me the true gold auto of Armando <laughs> Cruz. Make sure <laughs> you keep that same energy. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Now that'll be fun. B&E's a good dude. If you, yeah, no, uh, looking if forward you don't to follow it. him yet, what's his Twitter? Uh, I think it is at B-N-E Breaks. At B-N-E Breaks. It's one of the good ones. We breaks some, one at the end. Who breaks at one end. at the end? How about that? B and E breaks one. Yeah, man, one of the good ones, and we really try to support the good ones. So, shout out to you, my dude. Yeah, no, dude. No, no. So, there's been yeah, a lot yeah. of a lot of crazy stuff going on. Um, a lot of crazy stuff going on. Let's start with. Uh, the whole Nationals pack, because this has been like a hot topic like everywhere. So yeah. what's you got? What do you got on this? Man, it's uh, I saw the video. Uh, for those who have not seen it, uh, a breaker ordered 40 silver Panini packs from the National. Uh, and the way you get those packs is by buying product at the show and then having panini like break the seal so like, you have to rip it or not necessarily rip it but the box is then unsealed and you get packs for you know certain products that you buy you know bigger products you get two packs three packs etc um, but a breaker posted a video he bought 40 packs from steel city and not a single hit in 40 so, <laughs> the whole suspicion is that our is, you know, are still city weighing the packs? Are they buying packs from people that weighed them? Uh, not a good look either way. Um, us personally, I don't think we would run breaks with those packs because of that possibility. And I remember actually, Salami said something about it with the tops packs. You know, like, mm -hmm. how do you know who you're buying from is verified. And he actually ran a break with some, but he bought them from the dudes, you know, people that we trust for that reason. So it, it's a tough spot. The Steel City way the packs, I can't say. That's hard to prove. Well, so, no, so you bring up a good point. So I find it like, I, me of all people, you know, I try to be positive. You know, I try to see the good in people. Um, also, I recognize, like, people are humans and like yeah i don't like i i don't like that i just have to like guess if you're doing the right thing i assume yep. you are and the good nature in me tells me you are but i don't i don't want to ever guess about it and that's the beauty of like sealed boxes right 
Um, yep. And and it's it's also why I don't like fat packs unless it's in a sealed box, because like people weigh that shit all the time, and you know again you can you can say like oh so and so is a good person and like I totally trust Salami and any of the people he bought from. Also, yeah. If you get a mem patch, them shits are thick. And yeah. human nature takes over and even some of the best people will make stupid ass decisions. And that's why it's like really good to like just leave it out of people's hands. We don't mess with that stuff, so y'all never have to question what we do. And I don't join those breaks cuz I don't ever want to question what any of y'all do. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. It's it's a tough spot. And like, luckily we were able to, you know, we went to Nashville and we were able to get those packs and open them and ours Oof. were pretty, <laughs> ours were pretty buns. So like, I, I could also see like the collation was just messed up. You know, it's hard to say either way. I think mm-hmm. the collation was messed up. And I think that because of that, it, it's making a lot of people look suspect, whether they yeah. are doing it or not. And I think some people probably are, and there's some people that probably aren't. Um, mm-hmm. But with that, just the correlation being so bad, it just makes everybody look look suspect. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And so I think the guy's actually reaching out to Steel City for a refund, rightfully so. Yeah, That's, the, uh, the guy who did the video is uh, Run Good Life, right? Yes. Run Good Life. So at Run Good Life on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you guys want to go check that out. All right. So, dude, we 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 talked about national on the last show. Yep. Um, and we talked about a little bit about how before national, the market was kind of slow. Everybody was either like in a holding pattern or shit just wasn't selling, whatever the case was. Um, yep. It was very easy. You know, the economy's not in the best spot. So it was very easy to be like, oh, you know, inflation and money's going different places. And I'm sure that is for some people. But I don't know about you. The past like week and a half since we got back from National, things are like flying on eBay. Yeah, no, I'm experiencing that as well. I mean, I will also say I posted more when I got back. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? that's true. I did too. I like, did too. <laughs> I brought a lot to sell at national or trade, at least to have trade bait. So I think that a lot of people did that as well. Um, but there's definitely been an increase. Um, on Twitter, it's kind of hard to gauge because I feel like on Twitter, it's always sale post after sale post after sale post. And like, it's kind of hard to see the deals that are being made because some people would be DM. You know, but There's at a least lot of that. you're right. I never even right. thought about that. And at least the eBay aspect of it, my, I mean, I'll even pull up my, my percentages here. Let's see. Just since we got back, um, my impressions are up 45%. Uh, listing page views are up 94% and my conversions up like 1%, which is pretty decent. That 3.4%. So, okay. I see you. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> we got here you can get some good Tatis for cheap, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, for those of you listening to the audio, we, uh, we're actually live streaming tonight on Twitch, and someone in chat was just bringing up uh, how you can get Tatis for really cheap right now. 
Um, yeah, yeah, so that news came out today. Um, 80 game suspension? 80 game suspension for using PED. Yeah, he for... says it's for ringworm. <laughs> I don't know that, you know, I don't know. But regardless, that's definitely a hit on the Tatis market. I've already seen, I mean, what was that dropped like two hours ago? Yeah, it's it's a bloodbath right now. There's a lot of people just dumping his cards. And all I'll say is this. Give it a few weeks. Before yep. you burn your cards and dump them for nothing, give it a few weeks. Because 100%. if it comes out that he was using it for ringworm and, you know, he's still going to get the 80 games or whatever, but it's not like... They, they accept the fact that that's why he was using it and it wasn't for competitive advantage and all of that. If they do something like that, you're going to look really silly in two years when he's back and he's mashing and it's all good. So just be yeah, careful. Yeah, so <laughs> I'll say the kid's 23 years old and it seems like he's older because he came up so young like Soto. He's 23 years old. He's got all the tools. I mean, to sell now would be to realize losses, right? So you always say in, like, investing, it's only a loss when you sell, right? You can have losses on paper, but until you actually perform the sell, you have not lost anything, right? So for people dumping it, and, hey, I get it. It's scary. Like, your collection, if you, if you PC only Tatis, right, your collection just dropped 50-plus percent. Yep. And so, like, people have this propensity, and it's the same with the stock market. When that happens, your immediate reaction is, wow, I got to sell now before it goes even lower. In reality, it usually comes back up, especially for a player like Tatis. So, yeah. And I mean, he's, he's going to be playing, he's still going to be playing next to Soto, at least for that last year, year and a half. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hopefully, they get the deal done. That would be cool. Yeah. It's going to be a tough one for the front office to work, but I have faith. I have faith indeed. I will say, man, I've been buying a lot on eBay, and I kind of wish I didn't because I'd buy some Tatis right now. What's the what's what's your favorite thing you bought on eBay this week? Man, um, it was a good one. I got to pull it up, though. It's lost in a sea of other purchases. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't make any purchases uh, this week, but I did get my my Gemzo CSG sub back. And uh, there it's was, like a purchase, right? Yeah, there were some bangers in there, so I'm excited. I'll be posting those on eBay. Some of them I'm keeping, dude. I'm I'm happy. Like I, like four or five Georges did like really really well, and I was very nice. Yeah. No, so mine was a uh, Jairo Palmeiras, first Bowman Sapphire Aqua out of 99 Auto, uh, BGS 9.5. BGS? Somebody lose a bet? Yeah, well, hey, the price <laughs> the price is right. Yeah, I always said it. Hey, I'm not against buying a BGS Lab. Will I keep my collection in BGS Lab? Probably not. But for that price, it was kind of hard to... To disregard. Send it to Cracker Barrel. Oh, it's going. We're gonna get the old. We're gonna sit down. We're gonna have the old timer special. We're <laughs> gonna, gonna go to Cracker Barrel. You're gonna have the little game with the with the <laughs> the pins. Yeah, no, yeah, the pin game. We're gonna do it all, bro. We're gonna do crosswords. Get some coffee. Me and Hyro are going. I've heard 
I've, I've never experienced it. I've cracked definitely uh, some SGC, CSG, and PSA, but I've never cracked a BGS. I've heard it's a tough one. Well, yeah, because it looks like it could be like a trophy that like eight-year-olds potentially drop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, dude, I wonder what, whatever picture... happened with the new slab. Oh, God. Dude, if they put a picture of me as like a kid in my baseball gear and then said like most improved player on the slab, it would look like that was like supposed to be like that. Yeah, no, 100%. I'm not 150%. Not a big fan. But also, they tried to make a new one, and it was all over all of their displays at National, and they were like telling people, like, hey, no, like, we're not doing that. (laughs) And everyone's like, but it's like literally right there. They're like, no, these like, they were telling people that were subbing there, like, no, like, it'll be the original slabs. Yeah, no, nah, it was so weird because, like, we're walking around and we're like, uh, that's not a BGS slab. And, yeah, they just were like, ah, oh, just kidding. <laughs> oh, man, we were just kidding. They are like, new slab. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, that was, uh, that was goofy, but we'll see. I mean, I'm sure they're working on one because, I mean, that's a lot of people have that problem with BGS is that the, the slab is definitely outdated. And everybody else has kind of come to to the times, so. Yeah, dude, I I know that the the grading needs to get dialed in a little bit, but CSG slabs are just so amazing. Um, like hands down, the cleanest looking, best feel. Yeah. Like, it it reminds me that PSA looks like somebody made it with a label maker. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's. It's crazy, man. The plastic is literally crystal clear. It's got just like it feels good in your hand. I know it's kind of weird to say about a slab, but hey, yo. you see all the people taking pictures with them in their hands. So <laughs> outside, feel good. outside, yeah, they like... go outdoors. Dude. Um, <laughs> the nah, best man, ring light is natural light, Enzo. Yeah, no, nah, I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro, I've been getting some comments on the uh, on the pictures. Hey, thanks. Yeah, no, you should always look trying. crispy, dog. I'm trying. Um, uh, yo, so I got a question for you. Uh, what's the best right, thing? What you, what's the best thing you ate this week, bro? That's easy. I uh, I actually went to a little place called Fly by Philly here in Tallahassee. Um, and so, like, yeah, so we went to Philly, and, and we had Tony and Luke's, and that, that was amazing. And I was like, you know, I know there's this Philly joint in Tallahassee, and, like, they claim to be, like, authentic. So, of course, like, I pull up the website, and I'm like, wow, they get their bread from Amoroso, straight from Philly. Like, it comes on. That's when you, you know. know. That's when you know. Shipping pull container. Pull up. Yeah. So, like, that, and then, like, uh, they had the pretzels from Center City. Now, mind you, there was, like, $4 for a half pretzel. It was expensive. So worth it. <laughs> nah, dude, that's yeah, that's fire. What about you, though? Oh, dude, yes, you yesterday, dude, I had these wings from the spot, kicking wings by my house. Uh, blackened butter is the sauce, so Ooh. it's like blackened spice. Yeah, right? but then in like a butter sauce, 
So it's a little I'm in. like, yeah, nah. It's... I'm in with any, like, if you say the word butter, I'm in. Butter chicken, I'm in. But, like, it's spicy. It has that blackened, but it's, it, yeah, nah. That shit hits. Butter there. biscuits, I'm in. Butter bean? I might get them tomorrow, to be honest. Um, it sounds like we might have to get them when I come down there. Yeah, facts. But that's facts. what it'd be sounding like. <laughs> when are you coming? Uh, when are you coming down? Um, probably soon. I, I definitely probably want to get something done before football season. Yeah, because you know, then, be, then you'd be traveling. Yeah, yeah, and I'm going actually to A&M uh, this year, so I'm going to be, like, driving to Texas. That would be fun. Ooh, you're driving? That's dope. Yeah, nah. Road trip with yeah. the boys. Yeah, that would be, that would be a situation. To watch us get desecrated by Texas A&M. It's going to be dope. Can't wait. Where else have you been to see, like, road games? Um, So I've been to Orlando. I watched the Miami-Florida game. Uh, I go to Jacksonville every year for the Florida-Georgia. Other than that, the Florida-Georgia line, yeah. Other than that, I really don't travel much. This will be, like, my first time going to, like, a different stadium. Okay. Like, college stadium. That would be dope. If you will. Yeah, so, you know. Nah, dude, I told you about my plan my plan is to like go to like the craziest like college football stadiums and like yeah. just pretend to be like alumni just get like the alumni polo and just just go and like be a fan of that team in that environment for the day and just get real yeah. get real weird oh man it's dude it's fun i i will say there's nothing quite like a tailgate of just a hundred thousand people like the florida georgia game it's insane and then you go to the game and the stadium's packed you can feel the vibrations on your feet it's yeah, just wild bro that's crazy see that's the thing is like my school like it was fun the tailgates were dope yeah and uh but like also my school is much smaller in comparison to uf but, yeah, man, we got down to FAU, bro. Give me a Camelback, right? With <laughs> with like a quarter of a bag of ice, quarter lem- bag lemonade powder, and just a handle of gin. That was it. That was my game day. There was, I was like, the gin melts the ice, mixes with the lemonade. <laughs> it all hand, works. One hand washes the other, and they both wash the face. You know, both wash the face. That's right. That's what I've heard. That's that's what I've heard too. So I'm just saying. Yeah, Allegedly. no. College football Saturdays are about to be lit. Oh my gosh! Can't wait, guys. Just for those of you who didn't know, the U is back. <laughs> oh god, he's gonna say it. Oh man, they they very well might be. Nah, bro. Mario Cristobal got them boys. About to, they're about to be lit. About to doing front flips, so dude. Stoked. He got rid of the turnover chain, and now I'm in. Oh, dude, I'm he so, sold me. I'm so stoked. I hope they, I, I, I hope they keep, they keep him for like ten years, and they just start being the U again. Yeah, he was like, "What do we need a turnover chain for? We don't force turnovers." He's <laughs> like, "Man, this guy's brutal." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, we we don't really force turnovers, so you don't get a chain." All right, well, I got a question for you, Pop. Oh, shit. What we got? Put you in the hot seat, bro. What you got? All right. 
what is the funniest slash weirdest place you ever had to urinate? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I as crazy as my life's been, I feel like I have like just the easy answer on this, which is yeah. uh, my twenty first birthday. I went on a cruise. And I was okay, on, natural. I was on a cruise, but it was with my parents, my sister, Tim. Okay, uh, and then my boy James. All right, and so like we hung out with my parents. I I'm not like at this point. I had I drank before, so it wasn't like the craziest thing in the world. Um, so <laughs> hanging out, everything's good, and then midnight hit, and it was like legally my twenty first, and then shit just you know escalated. So we were drinking, yeah, and me and my buddy James. We're just hammered playing one-on-one basketball at 3.30 in the morning on this cruise ship. And you can't tell if you're just really drunk or if the boat's moving. Or obviously, it's both. Because yeah. at night, they, they cook. At night, they go high speed. So yep. so we're flying. And I was like, man, I really got to pee. And I couldn't find the door. So we walked to like the side of the ship. Because I thought this was a good idea, and yeah, I just peed all over myself, and and then I just I, I I think we just jumped in the pool after we were just like yeah this is like this is the only way to get rid of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I got in a hot tub. I was just like chlorine well, kills everything. Yeah, I, was like, <laughs> I got in the hot tub and I was like we're home. Let's make a man. Stew. I've uh for me, there's a couple of different ones. So one I'm I'm not proud of, the other I'm not proud of. But the first one was when I was in college. UF has a tower called Century Tower. It's very historic. It's been there since the campus was built back in the 1800s. And we're like walking through campus after drinking, of course, at like a frat party. I don't, I don't remember. Um, and I'm just like, man, I really got to go to the bathroom. We're like, dude, it's nighttime. Everything's shut down. So like, I go to the hub. It's locked. That place is supposed to be 24-7 for studying. <laughs> like, nah, nah, it's locked. Not today. <laughs> not tonight. They're on lunch break. So I'm, like, I'm like calling people to go in the dorm. And I, like, bro, because, like, my, my house is a mile from the campus. And yeah. I walked there. I was like, man, I really got to go. Yeah, I took a piss on Century Tower. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. And uh, if any UM, UF alumni get a hold of this, I'm sorry. Desecrated <laughs> our school. I'm better than that. The second one oh, yeah. was when I was in when I was in Fort Lauderdale. So, if you guys have never been to South Florida, once you get to Fort Lauderdale, the clubs don't close till about five a.m. Yeah, no, nah, that's a real thing. It's different out there. So we go out at eight. Oof. Okay, eight o'clock. Oof. We go have dinner and then we start drinking. Till eleven. <laughs> right. Mistake. Absolute mistake. So we get there at eight. We're we're we're, you know, eating. We're drinking. Next thing you know, I like I didn't black out, but like it definitely got spotty. And so I the only thing I remember is my my friend was like telling me to run, and I'm like, all right. So I ran, and he's like, dude, I've never seen you run so fast. Apparently, I started to urinate on the side of a club, like in front of a bunch of people who were in line, and I had to book it. Uh... <laughs> And you was just out. So, I don't know what it is about me, but when I drink, it, I tend to just not care where I go. I, I don't know. That's a thing. 
I think I think it's just part of it is like I hope other people understand. Oh, they do. They, right? The cop was like, "God, get your friend." Yeah, and like nowadays, you know, nowadays is a little different. Yeah, no, you can't be doing that can't, stuff. Can't be, can't be doing all that. But the moral of the story, I think, the most important thing is that you don't go to Fort Lauderdale and start drinking at eight. You, like Pop said, you got to start at eleven because those yeah. clubs go all I night. I think. I think. The best case scenario is you're eating some roast pork and rice and beans at like ten thirty. Yeah, and, you're, and then you go to the club. That's yep. probably like best case, and you have something to soak it all up, and you're yeah, you're good. Look, less lessons were learned, and the rest of the trip I managed appropriately. So, <laughs> but that first night was uh, that first night. And that next day was. Tough sledding for your boy, <laughs> and you you seen me. I can I can do some damage. So yeah. to, for me to get to that state, it was uh, <laughs> that was heavy. But you know whatever. Uh, <laughs> looks like we got some chat coming in. Um, so the Twitch chat is saying, Pat, is Tati's price today any different than yesterday? <laughs> That's right. Check the hat, baby. Check the hat. Today's price. Yesterday's price is not today's price. It's truer than ever. He also said you browned out. (laughs) Yeah, I did brown out. That's what exactly. Thanks, Pac. (laughs) Yo, so really like totally change of pace. Uh, Okay. I I actually think it's a really good time to talk about uh, what what our what our dog G Alves is doing. Can you oh yeah pull that up and give some more info on that? I absolutely can. I was like, what are you talking about? And then, no. <laughs> Let's see. So Roberto Galvez, uh, he's on Twitter. He's Galvez82, at Galvez82. Um, <clears throat> he's actually doing a teacher supply drive, like, for the hobby. So I guess he did one last year. I wasn't aware but last year he helped fulfill 36 teachers' wish lists. And so what he does is he basically matches hobby teachers to people in the hobby that want to help. And they send him their wish list and he sends it out to the people that want to help. And we're gonna we're gonna stock up some classrooms. Yeah. So what's the what's his Twitter so people can go check it out? It is at put it in chat too for those there. Um, at Galvez. Eight two, so that's G A L V E Z eight two. Um, yeah, so he's organizing that drive. That's gonna be dope. I think that's really great. He's the guy. If if I say this, you guys will know who he is. He's the guy that uh, did the Kaboom Rainbow. He got like all of the gold Kaboom gold. cards. That's just- and he ended up like selling it and like ten xing his money. It was, I saw it, was it in crazy. person, dude. Did you really? Yeah, uh, actually, we met last year at the National um, oh. in Chicago, and uh, it was funny, dude. It was he was hanging out with British Mike, um, and I actually got to go into like a private soccer sale in like a Ooh. super nice like suite, and everything was like lined up in like crazy cases, and there's slabs, ton of like high end shit. Um, he invited us to that. It was really really cool. Um, but he had all of them, so I actually like got to like one by one go through them, and I was just like, "Wow, dude, crazy!" And he yeah. had some he was like trying to trade, 
he had like normal ones he was trying to trade into golds and like yeah dude yeah no bro he, he did it he did the whole set like from i think it was football and basketball right yeah yeah that's just wild man yeah dude. that's it's... what it's about though you know just hey like what you like and in his case it ended up making him quite a bit of change i mean i, I knew he had tweeted once he sold it and that he like missed it but he's like man it was such a life-changing thing yeah nah, cardboard and that's to me that's like one of the cool things it's like obviously everyone like wants to hit the big card but i think yeah. like, more importantly than that is like if you're not like going overboard and blowing money in this hobby and eventually you do get that big card the life-changing shit that comes from it and we see all the time like yeah that shit's cool oh yeah no well and speaking speaking of that let's go to the tip of the day oh, what uh so if 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 pop somebody came to you and said hey i'm just getting in the hobby what's what's a piece of advice you give them the number one piece of advice and i know this is something we get asked quite a bit so i'm sure you've got this one locked and loaded it would be to listen. And I don't necessarily mean like to everything you hear or to everything you read, but try to put yourselves around good people. Try to find people on Twitter that you actually appreciate and that you enjoy following um, and learn. And I say that as somebody that got into this hobby like completely blind my biggest yeah. thing is I followed a ton of people on Twitter, made an yep. account, like zero Twitter followers, followed a bunch of people with no knowledge of it, and just asked questions and hit people up. Hey, man, I'm new. I saw this. Does this work this way? Can you explain that to me? And that's yeah. actually how I got into breaking. I asked somebody, I was like, hey, like, what does this mean? I don't understand. And somebody Who did you like, ask? Who was the person? Dude, so I I believe it was K Dub, if if I, I I believe it was K Dub. K Dub was one guy. K Dub was one definitely one of the first ones, uh, to like ever like reach out and like talk to me and good people love me some K Dub, and sure enough, like two weeks ago he got that Panini pick me up or was it last week? And I was yeah, like, it was last week. And I was like, that's awesome because that's somebody that like is out here like really caring about people and really doing it for the right reasons. And, uh, yeah. So you love to see good shit happen to good people, right? Yeah. No, we'll have to get him on here one time, man. That'd be oh, great. Dude, yeah. Yeah, for sure. His energy is just like palpable. You can just tell, like I've seen videos and podcasts and I think you were actually on his, weren't you? Yeah, I did his, uh, I did his little, his little podcast thing. Um, yeah. Which was just super cool. Cause like, I was like, who am I? But, <laughs> I'm Papillon. <laughs> I am Papillon? Question mark. <laughs> All right. Well, what about you, Enzo? One thing to give somebody new to the hobby. One piece of uh, advice. So one of the things that I see a lot is like people get in and they get very overwhelmed. And I'm speaking from experience here because I feel like you get in. And you're like, you, you see these pictures of all of these collections and you're like, oh my God, that's insane. And you immediately want that, right? Like you're like, I need to start buying, 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 buying. 
But like what they fail to realize is a lot of these people, it takes years for that collection to build up. You know what I mean? Like, and I even think to like when I first started, I went ham and like almost did the P Ryan rainbow and I was working on like four or five rainbows. And then I looked and I'm like, bro, like this is a lot of money. <laughs> like I should yeah. probably not be going this hard. And then so I like, you know, I, I toned it back and now I kind of, um, you know, I, I have little spurts of buying, but I also sell. So I think the biggest thing I'd say is take it easy, collect something initially that you like, focus on it. Don't try to spread yourself too big and just attack that one thing. So if you say, okay, I PC Pete Alonzo, go after some, you know, non-rookie cards. They're cheap. You can get into a stack sale, find a bunch of those. Start that way. You appreciate it more, I think, if you do it like that. Then as opposed to you just blowing a bunch of money and, you know, now you have a, a sick, you know, first Bowman auto of, of Pete Alonzo. <laughs> Big meat Pete. <laughs> the polar bear. Big meter Peter. The God. <laughs> oh, man. Told you I was speaking from experience. Yeah, nah, dude. Uh, I mean, I feel like I feel like it's like a natural thing. Especially, like, your first, like, if you first get into breaks, you, like, want to join every break. Yeah. Yeah, no. I realize, like, you got to, breaks are fun, and, like, I still join mm -hmm. the hell out of a bunch of breaks, but it's about, like, picking your spots and, like, okay, I know that if I join this break and I get stuff, I'm going to sell it, or I'm okay with not getting anything, right? Right. Like, I I know this stuff going in, and I feel Mm -hmm. like that like that that's how you have to be because if not if you if you get in and you go crazy especially if you're not used to selling stuff you just sit on a pile of cards and stare at it and uh yeah no i mean a lot of y'all got money on your desks i'm telling you a lot of y'all you'd be surprised so like and i actually got i didn't get into it with somebody but like Somebody was like oh why would anybody want first bowman paper and i'm like hey man like ellie de la cruz paper it's two or three bucks a piece. If you get 10 of those, that's 20 to 30 bones. You know what I mean? Like, uh, don't foo-foo anything, you know? Especially if, like, you're using that money to reinvest into what you want to collect. You know, you open a box of cards and, like, maybe you hit two PC cards. What do you do with all the other ones? Most people just throw them in a box. Go on eBay. List them on eBay. You'd be shocked. It adds up. Yeah, I know. I, I literally... <clears throat> when I get break packages, everything. I take all the base that I don't want and I put it to the side. I end up donating that. And then yep. everything else is going in a sell now, grade now, or PC. Those are like piles. And then I yep. move on from there. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just got like my first like big sub back. And like, that's another thing. Like if you're, if you're going to be doing this for like investment, quote unquote, definitely want to get your stuff graded um definitely want to have more of that because we saw it at the national it's just way more liquid when you have things slabbed yeah no 100 percent. and even and it's crazy because it's kind of like counterintuitive you think to yourself well you know if it's not graded but you're in person you can kind of assess the condition but like there's just something to just having that slab and just saying hey this is psa 10 condition yep you know this is the price and the buyers like, All right, well, yeah, it's PSA 10. That's, that's what they go for instead of having to try to like comp raw cards. So, 
All right. Well, it has been, uh, we've gone a little over time. I don't know if our sponsors are going to be okay with that, but we'll, uh, we'll figure it out. This, uh, this podcast actually sponsored by Pats of the Future, who picked up this crispy, crispy hat. Yesterday's price for us. is not today's Yesterday's price. price is not today's price. Remember that, guys. Stay safe out there. No flow out. Thank you.